this week has been absolutely insane with technology, right? Like just everybody is coming at us this week with stuff. Um, the amount of requests this week, and it's not like it's not like nitpicky stuff either. It's just been like all week. Is it just like because Chris like Christmas break is officially over because now it's February that people are? I think like, so. Yeah, I hate it. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you make money. Um, so Liquid Death hashtag not a sponsor, right? If we discussed it before on the show, I don't know that sparkling water. If I drink too much of it, it can cause me problems with gout and you know stuff like that. Yeah, I think we did a little bit. So what I did this past week was I ordered a liquid death water bottle so that I can have a liquid death water bottle while we're recording the show. Nice. And can be on brand. Nice. Hashtag not a sponsor. And thanks to our sponsor, superops.ai, the PSA RMM platform that's designed for fast growing MSPs built for future built for growth, superops. And don't forget, they've got super summits coming up all over the place this year. Check them out. Go to atmsp.link forward slash superops. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the All Things MSP Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Esker. With me, always, my good friend and podcast producer extraordinaire and non-Apple Vision Pro owner, Mr. Eric Anthony. Uh, I don't know if you can see it. If you're, if you're watching this on the video, I can't even see this. in the I have like red marks on my on my, on my my head here. It's because I'm, oh, you can't see it. I've been wearing the the AV, the Apple Vision Pro for the last four hours, uh, immersing myself away from reality. Um, we have a great show for you today. We're not talking about the Apple Vision Pro. That'll come later. Uh, but we have a guest today. I love it when we have a guest. Makes the show a little bit easier for everybody. We'll bring on our guest from UTM Stack. It's I, it's Mr. Rick Valdez. Yay. <laughs> Mr. Rick Valdez from UTM Stack. Rick, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, doing great. How is that uh, Vision Pro? How is the experience so far? Uh, I'm not dizzy, so we'll go with that. Uh, I, I haven't walked into anything or broken any ovens. By the way, if anyone hasn't seen that, there's a TikTok of a woman trying out, like, like it was like someone's mom was like trying out uh, like some VR set for the first time. And she ran right into her oven and her knee shattered the glass all over. Yep. That was good. Check it out. Uh, we'll post, we'll find that TikTok and post it at facebook.com slash group slash all things MSP. Rick's here from UTM Stack, though. Let's talk about that. Rick, why don't you give everybody a two-minute rundown on what is UTM Stack and then who you and like who you are, and then we'll get into like, you know, talking a little bit more about it. Sure, probably will take me about 30 seconds only. It's not a long story. <laughs> well, the, I'm the founder of UTM Stack. Uh, UTM Stack is an open source, 100% free uh, project. Uh, in summary, it's a cybersecurity platform that delivers log management, uh, threat detection and response, threat intelligence, uh, vulnerability management. Uh, the solution has been evolving since 2016, and we have a lot of contributors around the world. Uh, there are no caps, so the solution is free and open source, accessible for everyone. Licenses, comprehensive and friendly for MSPs. And well, I'm very grateful for this invitation uh, to this podcast today. So happy to answer any questions. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for being here. So let's just jump right into it. You're offering a security solution that is open source. And I know a lot of people listening are going to question this, right? Because when it comes to open source solutions the question that many of the people will probably be you know 
the level of support or the level of uh, it being up to date and actually functional because, you know, as an open source platform, you're typically not backed by the giant PE fire, you know, firms or Cisco or whoever. So what is the advantage point here other than it being open source for UTM stack over some of the other security platforms that are out there? Well, there are several advantages. Um, the first one is by being open source. And this should not be seen as an open source solution that is in, being maintained in an informal way. Actually, we have a lot of enterprise uh, contributors behind the product, the project. The main contributor, of course, is UTM Stack Corp. Uh, it's a company here based in Florida, uh, the Sunshine State. Um, so we keep uh, the solution very well maintained. If you go to a repo, you will see more than 100 commits every single month. Uh, we have releases almost like one release per month. Uh, we keep track, of course, of all the dependencies. Uh, we check that there are no vulnerabilities. We have st statical analysis in place, dependency analysis in place to make sure everything is safe and well maintained. And that's the business model. So um, the TMS stack is 100% free. Uh, paid customers get the same thing that the open source free customers are getting. So our differentiator is support. We need to make sure that the solution is well maintained, that it's up to date, and we need to be able to provide support for that. If not, there is no business for us. So it's an open source solution, but it's maintained by enterprise. So you will get pretty much the same level of support and maintenance you will get from a traditional uh, closed code cybersecurity solution. So there, so the paid model is that if you're paying for some, you pay to get support, otherwise you're on your own, right? That's what you're saying? Yeah, but even being on your own, you will still have the latest code. You will have uh, code that is free of errors because our paid version goes at the same speed as the free open source version. There is no difference. The support would be for things like, hey, training, I need help setting up this integration. I need help with installation and configuration, uh, more like an assistance type of uh, engagement. So so money aside, why why go open source? Why do an open source? I mean, look, security is a big thing in our industry. Um, everybody's trying to get a piece of that pie. Why <laughs> go an open source with it? Well, at UTM stack, we believe that it's actually a big gap in the market for, say, uh, for, for open source solutions. Um, we had two options. We either go close code and compete with the big guys. We all know their names. You know, Splunk, uh, Alien Vault, uh, Curator, they are great solutions. Um, they have been established in the market for a while. So for a solution that was born in 2016 to establish in the market and compete with these guys on a closed school market, it would be extremely hard. However, there is a space, um, it's a space that a lot of MSPs struggle with. And it's a gap in the market in which you are in a small MSP, maybe anywhere from three to 20 or 25 employees. Uh, you need a cybersecurity solution to provide SOC services to your customers to get them compliant with regulations. And you go out there and you and you realize that the cost of the, the solution is more expensive than what you're paying for, what your customers are going to pay you for the for the service. Right. So UTM stack as an open source solution will allow you to get started without having to uh, get into any type of commercial engagement your own developers or your own engineers, if they want to specialize in the open source solution and push forward, they will be able to do it. They will be able to support it even without a commercial engagement with UTM stack itself. And there is a big space in the market right now. If we look at the open source solutions out there, they say, hey, we are open source solution. But when you go and look at the fine prints 
the small letters behind, below it, most of them say, hey, we have an elastic license. And this elastic license say, hey, if you're a managed services provider, you cannot use this solution. That happens with a bunch of themes uh, in the market right now that unfortunately stop being true open source options. I mean, look, it sounds like you put a lot of time and effort and thought into that, right? Because, you know, to 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 be a a David in the in the in the in the field of Goliaths, you know, when it comes to security by going open source, right? And so kudos to you for doing that one. Um, what are what are some of the what are some of the tools that come within your security stack? Well, some of the things that you can do. Um, so it's security stack, so UTM is a unified management system, but the core is log management. The idea is that it is some, something simple to deploy, connect with everything, get log management in place, get compliance with regulations, you know, HIPAA, GLBA, CMMC, um, any regulations that you need to comply with. And of course, get other features like the ability to track user activity, file classification, vulnerability scanning, uh, threat intelligence, those are all also features that can be enabled inside the stack. Obviously, log management really important, right? Because you want to know who's doing what and when. And if you're an MSP and you're not thinking about doing any sort of log management, I, you know, to be honest, I'm saying this out loud and I'm calling bluff on myself because like Apple people don't give a crap about this. <laughs> uh, so if you're a PC based, if you're Windows based MSP, you should care about log management. You should be thinking about that kind of stuff because that data is massively important for those compliance reports. And especially if you're a smaller MSP and you want to get in the game of bigger clients, right? You could be a two-person MSP and taking care of a healthcare system. Um, it's been done before, but you need to know that you have the right stuff, the right tools in place to protect that client and i think that's kind of what rick you're getting at here is that it being open source it being free is allowing those smaller msps to have a chance at getting those larger clients because they can backbone off of your off your platform yeah yeah that is one way and you mentioned something there that is key uh usually a type of clients that will be interested in these solutions are the ones that have to comply with some regulations for example, financial institutions, healthcare, and they usually don't have the personnel in-house to do that. So what do they do? Well, they have to look for an MSP to provide the service. The MSP is usually going to be the first door they're going to be knocking. Hey, and you guys do this. If the MSP says no, then they are probably go to a SaaS offering or somewhere else. But this is a very powerful revenue generator opportunity that MSPs can start capturing if they have the solutions in place to tell those clients, yes, I can do it when the opportunity appears. So what platforms does UTM Stack support? You know, Windows, Mac, Linux? Well, it can connect to pretty much everything. Uh, you can connect it to Cisco devices. You can connect it to Windows, Mac, um, Office 365, Azure, AWS, Google Cloud. We have more than a hundred integrations so far, I think, that you can connect to them, correlate all the events that happen. And if the threat is, is detected well, take action. 
So I'm on your website here. We're taking a look, right? I see uh, there's services. You got SOC as a service, dark web monitoring, which I think is a major, which if you're an MSP, you should absolutely be selling dark web monitoring at this point to your clients. Uh, vulnerability assessment and even pen testing. You have pen testing uh, built into your, to your platform, yeah? Well, more like a tool. So the platform is a really good tool for penetration testing. What we do is we basically compile the results of the pen, of the vulnerability scanning and the asset discovery that happens inside the platform. And we mix that with something called SOC AI. It's an AI built inside UTM stack. And with a combination of those two, we can generate some sort of automated type of penetration testing. But the ultimate goal is to help uh, penetration testers uh, do their job a little bit faster. So right. yeah, that's kind of in a nutshell, the things that, well, that are supported tell me, inside. Tell me more about your SOC AI. I like, I like the name of that. <laughs> so let's say you're an MSP, okay? okay? This big hospital came to you and said, hey, we have this opportunity. We need to be HIPAA compliant within the next six months. You get UTM stack, you install it, you get it up and running, and your engineers are maintaining it, all good. Now, how do you keep this organization protected? What happens if a ransomware uh, starts to spread out at 2 a.m. or at 3 a.m.? You know, or what happens if someone is trying to break into the network with an unprotected file server or an IIS server exposed to the internet where they didn't block the RDP port? That type of things could happen at any point during the day. So you really need someone to be on top of that. And usually that's what security operations center teams do. So you would probably need something like a 24 seven SOC around the clock, checking what's going on. Hey, I have this alert. What's happening here? Let me investigate a little bit. So SOC AI helps those organizations that don't have the personnel or the budgets to get a 24-7 SOC. So instead of having a 24-7 SOC, just name on-call engineers. Hey, you are my on-call engineer. And have SOC AI do the 24-7 monitoring. If the AI sees something that could be considered a threat, it will tell the, the engineer on-call, hey, there is an incident here. You should look at this. And the way this AI gets better and better and better is by modifying its baseline continuously. So the more, the longer it runs, the more it learns from your architecture and from your company. So it will get to the point where it will be really smart and it will know exactly everything that is happening on every point during the day in your organization. So it's like that alternative to a 24/7 security operation center. So in you know speaking of socks um, are you compatible or are you partners with any of the outsourced socks that are out there so that if an MSP already has a sock but they want to utilize UTM stack are there some of the socks that actually work with UTM stack? Well, any sock team could use UTM stack at any point in time. It would actually be very simple to implement. Um, just have to spin up UTM stack and connect it to the data sources that are streaming uh, logs and events. Just repoint them to the UTM stack collectors. So okay. yeah, it all depends on on, on, on the scenario, but short answer I would say is yes. And then, you know, we're talking about AI with the SOC AI and what, you know, probably the language model doesn't matter. But is the language model spun up specific to 
a client or specific to an MSP or is it a shared large language model? So that's a really good question. So when it comes to the large language model that we use, we actually give the MSP the flexibility to choose. 99% of the time, it is going to be some sort of open AI. Now, the main difference between using the open AI large language model directly and using the I'm using SOC AI is a retrieval augmented generation database. So UTM stack has a retrieval augmented generation mechanism inside it in which it will be able to pull relevant information from the database and from the history of events and from vendor documentation. Once all this information is collected, then it is provided to the LLM as contextual information. So the LLM is not only uh, analyzing the data, but it's analyzing the data with context that is going to tell it, hey, Cisco says this is a high severity alert. And also this vendor says that this happened back then. And also this alert has never happened in your organization before. Okay, so it is gonna get all that information as context. That's what it's called retrieval augmented generation provided to the LLM. And at this point, the LLM just becomes a, a resource to create a polite answer or a polite explanation to the user because all the relevant context is already being given. So that's, that's the power of SOC AI. I do like that. I like that a lot. I think the idea of using AI to weed out all of the stuff because it's, 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 you know, all of these tools, especially your entire development that you have here at UTM stack, it could be, it's so overwhelming for a one, two person, three person shop. Right. And to have AI basically parse that out for you and say, you know what? Don't worry about these things over here. I got that. Here's the important thing that you need to worry about, which like out loud sounds completely ridiculous because so many of us were brought up on like, no, I got to take care of everything and every little problem and everything, whatever. But like in reality, like uh, taking this out of UTM side for a second, like we use Uptime Kuma uh, at, at Virtua and the amount of alerts we get are like unbelievable. Literally the, the, the our Slack channel for it is flooded because it's up, down, up, down, up, down. And, and usually it's fine when it's up. I would love something like this in this bringing back to SOC AI would be like the, Hey, it's 9am and these are still down kind of thing. You should go look at this because I, I already looked at all the other ones and they're all up for you. You know what I mean? Like that's what you're getting at, which I think is really yeah. important because you could be able to, you could have the system extrapolate the important stuff that someone needs to get done to make sure that their client is safe and secure and probably puts money in their pocket as an MSP. Yeah. And, you know, it's very similar to what I used to do manually, right? So I I put uh, rules and auto tasks so that when, you know, back when I was using Hound Dog, if something went down, it created an alert and created a ticket. But unless it was down for more than 10 minutes, the ticket never, the ticket notification never came to me. So it's kind of like that, but it's in something that can automatically learn and understand the context of, okay, this is happening over here and this is happening over here in another place. What do those two things happening at the same time maybe mean? Yeah. So Rick, let me ask you, uh, everybody loves a good dashboard, right? What kind, of <laughs> dash what kind of dashboarding am I getting for my free open source security stack here? Well, you're actually getting the same thing that the paid customers get. There is no difference between paid and, and free plan. Support is the only difference. Uh, 
would you get a dashboard visualization builder? It's 100% flexible and everything is interactive. So back on 2016, when we started the development of uh, UTM stack, we were actually using Kivana behind the scenes. And we were like, this is not exactly how I would like the system to behave because Kivana is a great tool, but it's a jack of all trades. You can analyze metrics, you can analyze logs, you can do a bunch of things with it. And when you click something, it does not necessarily render the behavior that you would like for a scene. So on 2017, we said, hey, you know, we need to come up with our own thing. So UTM stack, dashboard and visualization system is completely flexible. You can create your own visualizations, your own dashboards with no lines of code required, just a bunch of clicks. And everything is interactive. So you click a component and it was going to take you to the event or the alert that uh, that explains what is going on. So it's not like you're going to click it and something weird is going to happen. No, you click it and you're going to see the information that is relevant to what you're clicking. And you know, those and a few other features were the main reasons why we decided, you know, we need something created especially for a scene. The lack of uh, the lack of coding is a good thing, especially. I mean, I'm a I always say I'm business first, technology second. And, and whenever like I have to look at any, I mean, I can barely speak English, let alone like another code or like understand what an API get is or whatever. So like the fact that it's drag and drop makes me kind of excited because like I don't have to really worry about because we have people on our team who manage that stuff and they try to explain it to me and I'm just like, nah, is it purple? Like I'd say, <laughs> um, which really undermines my authority for hosting this podcast, but you all know you love me. Um, well, this is all really awesome. So completely free, full stack security um, for people. Where can find people find you? Where can people find out more about UTM Stack online? Well, just type UTM Stack. Uh, you're going to find us in a bunch of places. You're going to see the GitHub repo um, where we um, have all all the history of the project, the contributors, you can open an issue if you have, if you're even free open source users with no support plans can open issues there and um, you will be taken care of. Uh, you can also see a few implementation guides uh, published by linux.com. We are contributors uh, to open source, several other open source pro uh, products and we have partnership members of the Linux Foundation. So you will see a few articles about UTM stack there as well. And well, in general, uh, just type UTM stack in Google and you're going to have a lot of options. Awesome. Well, Rick, thanks so much for being here and explaining what UTM stack is. I think it's a great product. I think uh, a lot of MSPs can get a lot of value out of it, um, especially if you think about the fact that, like like Rick said, it's free unless you need support. And if you're that good, leverage it and use that to make money on your clients and add this to your stack. Make sure your clients are compliant and, you know, get some sleep because the AI is doing its job. Uh <laughs> That's it for us here at the All Things MSP podcast. Check us out on all your favorite podcasting apps. Go to facebook.com slash groups slash all things MSP to see what's going on. Get a welcome from Eric once a week uh, and, and usually me uh, if you join the group. Uh, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at all things MSP. Subscribe, like, share, uh, leave a review. Tell everybody you love us. That's really all we care about. Uh, I'm Justin. That's Eric. That's the show. Bye! Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. You can also follow us on Facebook, but better yet, go ahead and join the Facebook group. 
You can also follow us on Instagram if that's your thing. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel at All Things MSP to catch us in all of our video glory. And last but certainly not least, if LinkedIn is your thing, you can follow us there as well. And a special thank you to our premier sponsors, SuperOps, MoveBot, Gozinta, EasyDMark, and Comtech. And we also want to thank our vendor sponsors. The All Things MSP Podcast is a BizPow LLC production.